Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2. <laughs> it's an all-new and improved Dyslexic with new guests, new topics, and new fun all season long. Yes, that's right, new fun all season long. Not half of it, not a quarter, not 25%. Off yeah, season. but that's also just a blatant lie because neither of us are new guests. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have new guests. Okay. Uh, yes. Call out. Cancel me. This um, is my hashtag <laughs> dyslexic is canceled party. Yes, hashtag dyslexic is canceled. Cancel me um, on all social media platforms. <laughs> uh, unsubscribe and stop listening. Thank you. yeah i don't really put up a fight with that (laughs) Uh, but this week we are starting off with a brand new what would you do episode all about the stars and theme parks yes this episode i asked my guests what would you do if you were able to spend a day with a celebrity in a theme park and speaking of guests let's meet my lovely guests this week welcome back to the most amazing guests i could ever have on the show mel's Oh, hello. And Corey. Howdy. Thank you guys for being the first guests of season two. I am so honored to have you both. Um, because not only, not only are you two, uh, two of my best friends that I could ever have, and I love you both very much, but also you're two of the most creative and funny people I need to have on the show because you're entertaining when I am not. Oh, <laughs> thank oh, you. I disagree. <clears throat> I think our entertainment factors are you know, like complimentary. You, you know, I will take that. The chemistry, that. the chemistry is there. I'll take the chemistry. Oh yes, I felt that in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about emotional chemistry. We're like a thruple. Oh, I'm so down go. with that. Derek Barry, watch out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ew. Um, oh, <laughs> that ew. was shade. That was shade. Um, but also, I'm so going off topic, guys. I'm sorry about this intro, but they said chemistry. One time, my chemistry teacher, who was like <laughs> the most church-going lady, walks up to me and my table of people, and we're laughing really hard because for some reason we're making periodic table jokes because we're stupid. Um, <laughs> and she walks up and she gets dead serious, and we start panicking. And then she goes, "What's sodium funny?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Got him. And we lost it. And that was that was that was a fantastic day. I love that. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, but back to the beginning of season two. Uh, so guys, I asked you both, what would you do if you could spend the day with a celebrity in a theme park? And before we get started, I wanted to clarify that I decided that we can all pick living or dead celebrities to take to any theme park in the world. So, now that we all know those ground rules, which they already know before, but I said that for you, the listeners. Hi, guys. Um, let's jump right in with Mel. Mel, what would you do if you could take any celebrity to any theme park? Well, uh, there's so many options here and so many different angles I could take with this. I have um, thought of a lot of different options. I thought about, like, wouldn't it be cool to hang out with Elvira or something? Mm. Like, Oh, my gosh. Night. That would be amazing. Um would be super cool didn't settle on that one fully uh you know what if what if it was like vincent price like that would be a really amazing person to spend a day with uh especially like if we were able to take him to the new monster section of the new universal park coming up 
Yep. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. I feel like you'd get a kick out of that. Um, I thought about what if I took uh, Ryan Creamer, the internet celebrity who does wholesome videos on Pornhub, and what if we made wholesome Pornhub videos at Disney? How funny would that be? You know, Ooh, he's the guy wow. who's like, um, he's like I, I politely tip and say goodbye to my pool boy. Or like me and my ebony girlfriend discuss how her day was at work. Yes. Like, and he posts oh, videos yeah. on Pornhub, that guy. Oh my gosh, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love him. I think he's I've never seen hilarious. them on that website, but I have seen the videos. I mean, we all know that like the screenshots are everywhere on Twitter. Yeah. From, yes. And that's like his thing. That's like his source of comedy. So I feel like that would be like a super funny way to go. Uh, that could have been a good one. <laughs> Top 10 treats of the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> 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 oh no <laughs> um, but you know so uh, what I'm saying is like there's a lot of different ways this could go oh I thought about um, it would be fun to like do ketamine with George Lucas and then go to Galaxy's Edge um, and <sighs> watch him have a complete breakdown because I feel like he would uh, Ooh. yeah but that's just me being you know dark and wanting to see George Lucas confused Oh, uh, no. like a I feel like if he fell down, he would just roll. <clears throat> but this, we're going totally off track about my George Lucas thoughts. What I have ultimately settled on is what I think would bring the most comedic effect. Uh, that being anyone who's been dead for a really, really, really long time, but most specifically, uh, Abraham Lincoln. I would like to take the actual Abraham Lincoln resurrected with no knowledge of modern day to the Magic Kingdom. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be wild. I'm thinking very Bill and Ted-esque. Um, he would uh. be confused. He would be excited. He would be overwhelmed. Uh, I love like the character out of time storyline. I think that shit is funny. So also I want him to see Robo Lincoln and either be offended or confused or cry or something. <laughs> I mean, like I look nothing like that. They got my nose all wrong. Oh yeah, it's gosh. either gonna be hilarious or it's gonna be like a horrifying look into what happens to a person seeing this type of thing. So, you know, that's I think that's what I'm gonna settle on. I would like to create him a pair of custom Mickey ears on like a tall Lincoln hat because that yes. would be cute. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Obviously, take him to the Hall of Presidents. Um, if we're going to Disneyland, you know, gotta gotta take him to great moments with himself. Of course. Uh, I would love like firsthand opinions. Like, what do you? Does this? How do you feel that people sit here and look at this fake version of you? What does this do for your ego, Mr. Lincoln? <laughs> I have like a whole flipping interview of him. Just yeah, like oh exactly. That'd be so interesting. She'd be like for generations generations like so many years so people many decades people you. yes people have loved you and people have watched shows with you and got to experience the closest thing they could get to you until now like that would be yeah. so cool right and it would also just be funny oh so, yeah um I, yeah i feel like I, I don't really have the most fleshed out answer in the entire world but i had a lot of different ideas um, I think someone historically relevant and who also is featured in the parks as a thing uh, would be ideal. It's that a bad that awesome. I can only think of the animatronic, the animatronicans like version of Lincoln where he's like. That is not bad at all. And in fact, I would love more than anything to take the real Lincoln to see uh, to see my good friend play Lincoln. 
Oh, Robot Lincoln. God, what a performance. So if you guys have never seen that show, if it, you either have missed out, I don't know any details of ever bringing it back, but either you missed out or if it comes back, don't miss out. I'm just Yeah, telling you. dude. Animatronicans is everything. I'm like the queen of Animatronicans. If anyone ever has any questions about it, like hit me up. Uh, I've seen the original show seven times. No, now I've seen it. Yeah, no, seven times. And then I've seen the new show once. Um, the sequel. It's all great. It's all super good. It's like some of the funniest physical acting I've ever seen on stage in any capacity. So yeah, ten out of ten for animatronicans. I'm telling you, and also you ever ten out of chance. ten for bringing Lincoln back from the dead. It was funny yes. in head, and it would be funny in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before we move on, I'm really hung up on this Elvira idea. Oh my gosh, yeah. I but would... like, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I... I didn't flesh that one out more, but I no, think no. Elvira like around the parks around Halloween time would be absolutely fucking magical. Well, Cassandra is such an nuts. awesome person, anyway. So like. Oh. Yes, she Nods. really is. Yeah, like take her to knots and let her experience it without having to be in a show. Yeah. Like let her go around and do the houses and scare zones and stuff. But like wouldn't it be wholesome to ride the haunted mansion with her? I feel like like imagine oh, if she was in full Elvira and just her yeah. reacting like I'm sure she's written it before, obviously. Right. But just imagine being with her. You know? Could you, what would oh she my, say about it? That would be awesome. That would literally be life changing for me because I am obsessed with Elvira. <laughs> oh my god! Mistress of the dog. You don't know. I love her so much. Her humor is hilarious. There was a joke she specifically did at Knotts a few years ago in her show, yeah. where she brought out a giant. Uh, she brought out like a giant hypnotizing wheel, and she was like, "Stare at it." For a minute, keep looking, keep looking, blah blah blah, and then she just goes, "Look at my tits!" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, getting bigger, right? <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, I lost it. I was in tears. Also, there was a show a couple years ago with her where they, they she went back and they had her air quotes um, that you guys can't see doing backflips. And it was like a man, like, <laughs> full buff man. And then they would like throw a mannequin across the stage and she'd come out. And she's like, not bad for 60 or whatever. <laughs> that is and so funny. It was fire. the most campy thing. I and love it was it. so good. Oh my gosh. To go around a park with her would be hilarious. But also, Lincoln. I just can't get over the fact that, like, to sit there with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were like, you like lean over and you're like, that's you. Like, he's like, he'd be like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Either that, he looks, he's like, I know, I see it's me. <laughs> it's like I, I remember saying this. <laughs> I, I would love it for the just the fact, like, I would love to just see, like, because, like, do we really know, like, Lincoln's personality? Like, do we really know it? Like, I would love to just see, like. He might be like a super chill about it, you know what I'm saying? Like it would be kind of funny. Like, I what don't if, know. What if Abraham Lincoln is just like a stoner and he's oh, just dude. like, dude, that's fucking crazy, bro. Bro, you remember the Emancipation Proclamation? I bet that dude up there remembers, dude. <laughs> that dude up there. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, oh my gosh. What if he gave you the tea on all the other presidents when they were doing the introduction? <laughs> like up tell him. They're like, he's like, hated him. <laughs> That's why his hair is so big. It's full of secrets. 
He can't tell a lie. Only brought a dozen donuts to the party. His dad invented toaster strudel. Um, <laughs> she is the dumbest girl you will ever meet. That one, that one did the trail of tears. Not about that. <laughs> oh no! I'm not laughing at the trail of tears. I'm laughing at the fact that Abraham Lincoln is like yes. a woke president, which we already know he is. But like right. for him so, to like, sit there and be like modern day woke, different standard than yeah. he's woke. So he's, like I'm he's like, today's woke, literally. Yeah. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that oh my gosh that would be so much so now now that we're diving into it I'm like oh my gosh why did I pick Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> it was it's such a stupid choice but like I don't know when you said living or dead I was like someone someone who's dead is always a great choice because there's just like a lot of um, like probably a lot of things that they've missed that it would be fun to teach them you know right yes and especially ta- someone who's been dead a long time i could go even crazier and be like i don't know like jesus, <laughs> jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness that no oh this this reminds no this, i don't want to offend anybody but there was i always had a teacher she wasn't really much of a religious person but like we have a huge church where I live at, uh-huh. she always called it Six Flags over Jesus. So when you said that, it's, oh my god, <laughs> she just reminded me of that. Wait, wouldn't that just be the Holy Land experience? Pretty much. Holy Land is sort of on the on the down and out. Yeah, it'd be a fun place to take Jesus and be like, "What do you think about this?" And he'd just start flipping the tables. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Real I quick, I gotta say, I gotta say though, before, if we're talking about some other parks, we gotta we gotta say rest in peace to Indiana Beach. Oh yeah, I just saw that news. Fantasy Island, because I don't know if anybody's gonna buy them, so I just wanted to bring that up. So let's... wait, what's happening? I missed this. Um, um, I just saw it like 20 minutes before we started recording. Indiana Beach and um, where is it? Fantasy Island. Yeah, Fantasy Island, but like, where where is Indiana Beach located? Indiana Beach is up in Monticello, Indiana. Yeah, Monticello. Nice. Yeah, Indiana Beach um, closed, and it, it was like a little Dude. like boardwalk park, mm-hmm. like in the middle of Indiana. It was very strange. Like, it wasn't a fantastic park, but you know, there's a lot of people who that was that yep. park meant the world. Though. Yeah, no, it's. I think it's sad when anything closed. Dude, Beach Bend, not Beach Bend. Um, that's not what I meant to say at all. Coney Island in. Cincinnati, Ohio was terrible. Oh like, my gosh. I, I was very, so upset. Me too. I have very fond memories of it. And it was like a really historically relevant place. And like, yep. I'm still sad about it. Like, I remember going there back when my parents were still going to like the North American Christian Convention. And they held one in Cincinnati and they took all the kids at this convention there. And like, I had the best day ever with all these other little kids I'd never met before that day. And it was, oh, it's, it's always sad when a park closes. So, yes. yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up because they deserve to be mentioned. Hopefully, oh, somebody will buy did. them. Somebody will buy them, hopefully. You know but, what? Uh, it's not looking <laughs> um, good. If I can find somebody who Indiana Beach is their home park, or if you know anybody who's Indiana Beach is their home park, I would love to have them on uh, later in the season to do a home park hoedown episode with them uh, in honor of Indiana Beach. So uh, if you know anybody, let me know and uh, hit me up on the social medias and we will get them on this show so we can talk about Indiana Beach. Um, but back to the back to the topic. Uh, no, though, I think those, I think Abraham Lincoln's a very solid choice now that we really dove into it. Because at first I was like, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Abraham Lincoln. That'd be so fun. <laughs> 
Uh, that, that's a great. I love. I love. That would be amazing. Thank you. I, I tried to come in with a surprise. You know. You came in hot with the presidency. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, one other that I I just thought of right now. Um, if I if John from Carousel of Progress could like stand up and like exist, I consider him very much a celebrity. Oh, I would definitely. Love- I would love, I would love to go do other things in the park with him and get his opinion. Although I feel like he would just be like, "Wow, that's very progressive." Like, for <laughs> ooh, what? <laughs> what if we just showed him like a bunch of progressive commercials? Oh my god, <laughs> he would love it. He would be like, "A name your price tool." I don't even know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> progressive sponsor me. Um, <laughs> no. Um, Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. That would uh, be. <laughs> now we're gonna jump over to Corey. Corey, what would you do if you could spend a day in a Wait, theme park with any celebrity? Wait, what if he became like the new Flo? Oh no! Oh my yes. gosh! What if he replaced yes. her? Like, what if he became their new spokesperson? Oh Flo has like a flipping crash, and she's like resorts to drugs and stuff. She just oh my god loses it. <laughs> And that's Just, progress. And that's no, progress. oh my god, what if he like seduces her out of her job? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He like seduces this is her and marries her and then murders her and it's this whole like cover up and it's all very like dramatic and sexy. Oh and then he gosh. takes over, he like puts a wig on with her hair and he becomes Flo the progressive lady. <laughs> and it's very like Buffalo Bill, like Silence of the Lambs-esque. You can find this brand new fanfic on Mel's <laughs> Wattpad. <laughs> oh snap, y'all! Yeah, coming soon to a Barnes and Noble near you. Yeah, this really went into a direction I never wanted it to go. Anyways, Corey, please <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah, Corey, what would you do if you could take any celebrity to any theme park with you? All right, my, mine's very similar to Mel's. Um, I, I want to take Theodore Geisel, aka Dr. Seuss. Okay, I was like, are you taking another president too? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? The That'd odds. But also, you uneducated ass bitch. <laughs> Is that another president? Oh my gosh. No, no, I knew it was. As soon as he said it, I knew it wasn't another president. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> but when he said it, it's very similar to me, I was just like, I said y'all could pick any celebrity. Yeah, you know. with president. Remember when Dr. Seuss raised the taxes on the rich? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I see no Y'all. taxes here or there. I see no taxes anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in a bear or in air? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways. No, I would I would absolutely love I ever since I've been young we went to first went to Seuss Landing and Islands of Adventure. I've always wondered what he would think of it. Like I know that his widow you know, was part of the progress of it or whatever, you know, the building of it. But I, I would love to just, I would love to just see, get his opinion. Like, cause you know, like all that stuff's all his vision, you know, like from his yeah. books and all that right. stuff. So, you know, seeing when you see your vision in real life, like, you know, with that much detail, it's a little bit, let's be honest, Seuss Landing's a little bit more run down now than it used to be. 
But um, I don't I know. Still... I feel like the maintenance of the last couple of years is at least better than it was in like the mid two thousand. That's what. Yeah, I, guess I agree. You got a point. You got a good point there because at least there was least a green real dark spot, spot like before they opened the trolley. Yes. When oh it was my goodness. Really, like it was always so sun faded. But I found at least from like twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen. Yeah. I, it's. I think it's looked pretty good, and now, I can't believe that Green Eggs and Ham is operating again. I was gonna say Green Eggs and Ham <laughs> being either. back is everything. It's so awesome, and they got they got a great menu. Like they got just fantastic stuff there. Now. I did watch your video on it, Corey, and I was oh, very well, mad because it was like two in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh I'm so that's hungry. The <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. I just watched a flipping commercial about Wendy's is bringing back breakfast, and they have like a honey chicken biscuit, and I'm just like, quit. quit. It's flipping. Oh almost 11 o'clock at night i don't need to be thinking about chicken biscuits <laughs> same here i still haven't eaten dinner i'm gonna make some um buffalo chicken uh uh quesadillas so uh y'all can catch me um in the bathroom later uh <laughs> <laughs> by my own but, fault um, <laughs> but that would be so interesting but, but i would like Seuss. just think about think about sitting on cat in the head with him like just just watching like don't even watch the ride like watch his face like just to see like his stuff coming to life would just be everything to me i would absolutely yeah. love that could you and imagine then, taking him through if i were in the zoo and he's like oh yes like just seeing how all the how, how all his characters are activated in some different way yep oh my god yeah, well it's like when you have something like his work which is such a singular vision you know yep. he wrote it he drew it. Everything came from like his brain. Yeah. And the one thing that he was never really able to do, I mean, not that he tried to do this, but like what he did not create was just a physical reality that looked the way that he envisioned. So it would yeah. be really amazing to see him in that physical reality and like how he would react to it. And what if he didn't like it? I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. he has very high possibility that he wouldn't like it because it might not be completely up to what he would feel like it should be. We don't or know he how, could even I mean, just hate how J.K. Rowling did it with yeah, Potter. Yeah, he could even she just hate not... the idea that his 2D stuff was suddenly 3D. Like, who knows? Yeah, I know. He he could very well not have liked it. And see, that's to me, that's interesting. Even if he didn't like it, I would be like, wow, this is... It would just be so cool to get his opinion on it. It, it would be interesting to hear what he sees wrong <laughs> with it. Because, um, like, for us, it's like, wow, I'm in a Dr. Seuss book because I'm a fan. Yes. But for him, it'd be really interesting to see what he sees. And he's like, that's not how I think that should be. And I'd be so, like, wow, you entitled little prick. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, that whole land, in my personal opinion, is very underrated out of any theme park. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's so unique in my in my full opinion. Like, there's nothing else really like it. I, Agreed. You know, no, we can talk not- about Disney and Magic Kingdom and all the whimsy you want there. But there is nothing that unique as Seuss Landing, where no, you it's... are going into these books that you've read all your life. I think yep. it is the best, like, quote-unquote kitty land in any theme park, oh. really anywhere. Oh, for I me, fully agree. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, that's saying a lot, because, you know, I mean, we all know I'm a huge Disney fan, but, like, I will defend Islands of Adventure as one of the top-tier theme parks anywhere, you know, against any theme park. And, like, Seuss Landing itself is just a such a magnificent land. Yeah, I completely agree. Literally every inch of it is something interesting to look at and something thought out. And Or um, there's a surprise just around the corner that you're not yeah. ready for. Well, look at, like, look at something like, don't get me wrong, like, Scott, you know this at least, that I am a huge... I love carousels. I love right. standard carousels. Mm-hmm. Everything about them. 
the Karasusel is just a totally different monster. Like, it's just something you just... It's so beautiful. Like, just... It is. Uh, and to be able I to interact to sit there and with watch your, it. your Karasusel character in some yeah. way is so unique and so magical yes. and cool for so many kids. This is turning into a Seuss Landing Stand video. <laughs> or, <laughs> not video, but a, a recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, for real though, I would love, I would just love to get his opinion. I've, I've always, ever since I was young, I've always wanted to do that. I wouldn't even mind getting his opinion on some other kids' lands because I think he was very in touch with that. Um, I was about to say, how funny would it be to like ride Kong with him? Oh my goodness. <laughs> or like take, just take him on the Jurassic Park River adventure. Yes. <laughs> no, that would be fantastic as well. But no, I, I that was that would be my pick. That's exactly what I would do. I would just that was a good one. I never, I would not have. I did think like, wouldn't it be cool to like take? Um, I thought Peter Jackson, and I also yeah. thought, I like I said George Lucas before, and I even thought yeah. Steven Spielberg. But like that, that's I think that's a more interesting answer. I really well, like that because like that's such a, it like 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 Mel said, it's it really is his full design and yep. his creations like it's not like oh this is uh you know a conglomerate of all these different people ideas and things to come together that'd be so cool and honestly taking actually any of the authors through their works of yeah uh, island adventure because you know if you don't know uh, listeners um a lot of island adventures stuff is based on classic novels or books like jurassic park is a book so i think it'd be really cool to take the author and be like what do you think of jurassic park in you know kind of a full sense yeah. Or, you know, same thing, you know, Seuss Landing, um, not J.K. Rowling, because we don't want to deal with her. Um, she's problematic. Uh, but like, well, she knows okay. exactly what them theme parks are like. She, we, I don't need her fucking opinion. Yeah. We don't, yeah. Um, but like, you know, we could take some of like the, uh, the, the, Mar- uh, the Marvel creators who, you know, see, seeing their characters. You know, oh, in the about, park. Think about being there with Stanley. Oh my god. Tears. Tears, Ugh. tears, tears. Yep. Like uh, like riding Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man with him would have been... He'd be like, hey, that's me. Yes. <laughs> Excelsior. I don't remember filming these ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, remember that... too much anymore, though. That would be fabulous, though, for real. Like that, that would be that'd be awesome. That's such a good idea to take an author. Like I would never yeah. thought that, especially Doctor Sue. I'm sorry, that like that really kind of blew me away. I wasn't ready for that because like my mine's kind of like <clears throat> if you know me well enough, or you know me for more than just my theme park and Disney stuff, you're gonna know my answer is actually very predictable and typical. Um, but yours was just both of yours were just very. Well, you said I really you like said that. you said it could be they could be dead or alive, and of course. I literally like like since I've been like ten years old, like I've always wanted to. I've, I wanted Doctor Seuss to see his land in real life. I've always wanted that. So that was when you brought that up to me. I, I was that was the first thing I thought of. So I was like, I'm going with it. I love that. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Maybe, maybe, Su- maybe Doctor Seuss and Lincoln can hang out together. That might be uh, interesting could too. Could you imagine? <laughs> wow, we're getting into some really interesting territory now. Crossover. It would be. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about this. Why is there not a Mister Rogers? Um, oh Lord. Theme yeah. park. 
There should be. There used Wait. to be Mr. Rogers Ride. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. At Idlewild. Ride isn't even around anymore. And that think. sucks because when we went to Idlewild, it was that old. Don't get me wrong. It's still it's still involved with Mr. Rogers. Was it that Tiger? Daniel yeah. Tiger. Yeah, but it's not yeah. it the same as what it used to be. Like you oh, used to I go in the land to make believe. Five minutes from Idlewild right now, and I've still never been. You need to go. It's really good. I would just really like. I mean, now we just got me all kinds of thinking. But like, could you imagine a Mr. Rogers like themed land where you got to ride on the car and you got to go to the land of make believe and you would see yep. Daniel Tiger, but it wasn't like. Well, see, that's the what Daniel that's Tiger what we the, have now. That's what Idlewild. Yeah, the ride. Like, would, you literally used to get on the trolley and you'd go to the land of make believe. Like, I feel awesome. like such a fake theme park fan because I didn't even know that existed. I'm gonna see if there's so any look, kind of POVs or anything on YouTube. There I'm should gonna... be. There are. Yeah, there's really good footage of it because it was <clears throat> it was pretty beloved like before it closed. Yeah. It, oh, I believe it. Of of my friends that I've made around this area, they um, when I talk about Carousel of Progress, I've had several of them say my version of that is the Mr. Rogers ride that used to be at Idlewild. Like it was yep. really beloved by a lot of people around here for whom that was a local park. I would, I, I'm gonna watch that as soon as we get done recording. Cause like that is such, cause I, I'm a big Mr. Rogers fan. So it was like, that really was just... cute. Cause this is where Mr. Rogers is from. Like right where I'm right, right now. Yep, in Pittsburgh. Yep. Right. Yeah. Really more Latrobe, which is the airport that like I fly to Orlando to and from. It's yeah. 20 minutes from here. <laughs> that would be so cool. I really have to look that up. But now I just want a whole land. I want a whole land with multiple yeah. attractions. <laughs> just 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 Mr. Rogers all day. I Honestly, would love that. PBS whole- theme park. I, I would was go to it. I would so go to it. Like we have a Zoom area where I'm doing crafts and speaking of WWE and I get to go see the Crap Brothers and all the oh my stuff. My God, there could be an upcharge Bob Ross painting experience yes. where you get to paint your own picture. The Kids Land could be PBS Kids, so it's like Mr. Rogers reading rainbows, the Booba Foo, Between the Lions, all the Cyber good stuff. Cyber Chase. Oh yes. My God. Cyber Chase would so be an interactive dark ride. Dude, I was it. about to say, Cyber Chase could totally be like one of their bigger e-tickets. I could see them doing like a, even a coaster, like a, like a family coaster based on Cyber that. Chase is still on TV. It's the same episodes, but it is still on TV. Oh my gosh, there would, be a whole, there would be a whole Arthur area. Oh, yeah. And I would love that. I would flip. Oh my gosh, PBS theme park. Um, I'm here anything for park it. To, anything park development companies, please hit us up. Mm-hmm. We will help you design it. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Um, Between the lines. Oh, I love that show. I. It's so weird how I loved educational TV growing up. Like I loved PBS. Um, but <laughs> going back to the topic, uh, for me, if I were to take any celebrity to any theme park, I would specifically pick my absolute favorite drag queen that has ever been on RuPaul's Drag Race or just anywhere. Miss Nina West. Ah, uh, yes, I guess it. I, I knew it. it. With Miss uh, Nina West, uh, my queen, my like my number one. Like she is like one of my biggest. Like so, like I'm so obsessed with her, and she is a huge Disney fan. If you guys didn't know, yeah, um, she tweets about Disney a lot. You guys she would, does. You guys uh, would flaunt so hard at the parks. You oh, flaunt I everywhere. Know. I would. I'm just saying, like me and Nino West taking over Magic Kingdom would be <laughs> everything. I would take her to Magic Kingdom specifically just because I think it would be so fun to like go on Little Mermaid and 
uh, you know, because I used to love, obviously, and just, like, ride Big Thunder and just chit-chat about Disney and, like, meet characters together. Oh, it would just be the best. With her. Get, oh, my gosh. Getting a Dole Whip and eating it in the Tiki Room with Nina West, I would pass out of happiness. Like, I, I would die. Um, Fabulous. It would be the most fun thing I could well, ever Well, that's experience. a great answer because she truly is, like, like she is the drag theme park person. Like as far she's the closest to a major drag queen being part of Diz Twitter that we've got. She is. And you yeah. know what's okay, what's super funny, and I'm just gonna brag, she follows me on Twitter. Yes. Um yes. and uh I only cried for like twenty minutes after that. Um <laughs> but she followed me on Twitter and um I actually challenged her to a Disney off and she said, You're on. So oh. Um, coming so I'm just kidding. There's no way I'm getting Nina West on here. Don't even act. Don't even act no. like I can. Um, <laughs> hey. Uh, never say never. If she will, I'm gonna be like, do me. And that's about it. <laughs> no, I do. I, if I could ever get her on this podcast, I have a lot of questions that really don't involve Drag Race. Just drag and disney together yeah um i think it'd be a really fun interview if that ever happens she's um, like but the queen of the disney gays exact she really is she really is <laughs> um she has a whole disney like uh show that she did and it's on youtube and there was a whole section based on the parks and uh it was it was literally opening up from waitress the musical and it was like a whole thing Make, it was like opening up and right down the middle of Main Street USA mash and it was like a, it's a whole big like whole production there's like 30 people in this show oh amazing it's so good I'll send it to y'all later it's so Please good do. <clears throat> um but also like just spending a day in Magic Kingdom with Nina West would literally change my life um and that is the exact person I would go with <laughs> Um, uh, I, I think that is that is one hundred percent you, and it's perfect. that's yeah, that's the most perfect answer you could have picked. Like that's great. I know, like, <laughs> like so the, I mean, listeners, you know, these two know me very well, so like they know how much I love her. But I don't just like love her because like you know, oh, she's a drag queen. And I think she's really cool. She likes I also like her because we have a lot of the same like morals and values. <laughs> yeah, and she's like very charitable, and uh, she actually sent a family to Disney um, through her charity, the Nina West Foundation. It's awesome. Which is crazy um, to me. To like, she paid for a full family of like five or six to go to Disney. That's awesome. Um, and this was before Drag Race. This was before she had Drag Race. <laughs> no, that's oh, wow, fantastic. I didn't know that. That's no, yeah. No, th- this was before. She, she even did like a whole like uh, like a whole Halloween event where she was dressed as Hades and she like read to kids and like Aww. everybody was dressed as Disney stuff and they like trick-or-treating at like the children's hospital in Columbia. It was a whole thing. It was all on YouTube. Uh, when when I found out more about her, I watched it all and like cried a bunch. Um, but like I would like That's to awesome. like pick her brain at the park and be like, oh, what do you think about this? Yeah. What do you think about this? What are your fast passes? All that kind of stuff. So I think spending a day with her in Magic Kingdom uh, would be amazing. Uh, people mover. I feel like that would be a whole, a whole. That thing. would be a whole thing. Yeah. It would be a whole thing. Like Nina West on the People Mover. That needs to be that a YouTube in series. and of itself. <laughs> I was about to say that. 
That could be a series in general, just interviews on the people mover. Oh man, that would be cool. Nobody Can take that fine. <laughs> that that right there is like the ultimate like Diz Twitter interview series that needs to happen. Please someone interview me on the people mover. I have so I'll many interview stories. on the people mover. Ugh, let me tell you about what me and my ex-boyfriend did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like <laughs> what I think I would really want to see I would, if we were on the if I was on the people mover with Nino West. I would point straight at um, Cynthia. I know that's not her name, but I call the girl in the one thing Cynthia that's getting her hair done. Oh, the yeah. hair. <laughs> she looks like Cynthia from Rugrats. And that's I'm like, perfect. what do you think about Miss Cynthia here and her do? Like, what's going on? Yeah. She, I fucking love her. Uh, Miss Cynthia's everything. I love um, that. Like, she is so glamorous. Her little Mickey Mouse belt buckle, her boots. Like, she looks like she's got a fat ass. I love her so much. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she gives that kind of energy to me. She really does. She has um. She's a bad uh, bitch. BDE. She, she has knows uh, BDE. It. I'm not gonna say what that is, but she has BDE. Oh um, yeah, she does. Uh, she, she do be styling though. Um, <laughs> she, she do. She do be getting her hair done. She do be getting it did. Um, that was probably problematic. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. We forgive you. If that's the worst I do, I think I think I'll be forgiven. I think you're okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd say all three of us are pretty low on the problematic scale when compared to like pretty much everybody else in this community of people. That's very fair. I think we're on. We're definitely on the lower spectrum of problematic. Yes, mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> the only people who canceled me are just Mel twenty minutes ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I don't count. <laughs> but it's fair because I canceled her on TikTok also. <laughs> it's, it's what I deserve. It's what we all deserve. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, but I also had uh, two other choices that I was interested in. I'm not going into super detail with them. Um, one's actually kind of like a small group. Um, the other one is I would love to go to basically any Disney park with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. Just because he is a huge Disney fan and I just think it'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, but my last one is I would love to take one of my biggest idols, um, one of the celebrities I love with all my heart, one of my biggest heroes, I, more so than an idol. I would love to go to any like wildlife park. Um, that could be Bush Gardens, Tampa. That could be uh, Six Flags. Is a wild adventure, great adventure. One of those has a wildlife park. Um, Corey would know. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I spaced out. What <laughs> which Six Flags has a wildlife park? That's is a great, great adventure. adventure. Yeah, great, great adventure. adventure. Yes. Um, or Animal Kingdom, um, any of them. And I would love to go to any wildlife park with the one and only Steve Irwin. Oh, yes. oh my God, Gatorland. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. take Steve Irwin to Gatorland. That would be everything. I take that back. No Animal Kingdom. We're going to get. I'm going to Gatorland with Steve Irwin. We've been walking around on the little boardwalks, and he's over there in the middle of the swamp. <laughs> I would, going around. It doesn't have to be seen. It can be right the whole Irwin clan. Steve, Terry, Mindy, Robert, they are like... All of them. For those of you who don't know, the Irwins are like my Kardashians. You know how people are like obsessed Aww. with Kardashians and everything they do? Yeah. That's me with the Irwins. I am yeah. obsessed with them. When Bindi got engaged, I was like looking at my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. And then I watched on the show. They have a show now. It's really good. Season two wrapped up a couple months ago. It was really good. Uh, His but, son is really good at photography too. He's a really good. He photographer. is. He's so good. Um, but uh, but like, 
the could you imagine going to Gatorland or any wildlife park with the Irwins or Steve Irwin by himself and like learning all these amazing facts and yeah. hearing his passion for the animals and hearing how he loves conservation how we really need to help it like yep. that man and that family are absolute heroes to this yeah, earth they are and they, they are. deserve more recognition so. and attention right now in my opinion we don't um, deserve them we don't deserve them we do not deserve the Irwins in any capacity not not their significant others not the staff on the show we don't deserve nope. anybody <laughs> so nope. with them um they but like that would just be so cool to me to like go anywhere with Steve Irwin I also considered I considered at one point going to Animal Kingdom with Jane Goodall because because she was uh, somebody they actually uh, talked to she was like on the board of you know with Disney trying to you know where she like helped them design how the animal layout should be and how you know the care facilities and stuff so I think it'd be really cool to hear like her take on stuff too. Um, but those are my celebrities. My number one is Nina West. My number two is Steve Irwin. My number three is Neil Patrick Harris. Um, I was trying to think of somebody I could go to like Universal or like a local park with that I think would be really fun. But it's kind of hard to think of something because I would I would love to take anybody to like King's Island or like Cedar yeah. Point or anything like bro this Holiday is like World. really weirdly Pittsburgh specific but it'd be cool just to like hang out with Jack Stuber at Kennywood I don't know who Jack Stuber is I don't either. So. yeah you do he's the fucking buttercup guy you know the the uh, what, now I can't um it's that song that's like everywhere on TikTok he makes all know. kinds of weird sounds when he sings like whoop I don't know him. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. Oh if my I gosh! I know who you're talking like about. Slow guitar. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Like, I probably know, but I just I can't think you of. You know the audio that's like. Um, uh, do I need it? Am I under control? That guy, right? That guy. Yeah. Oh, the guy. The pe- can I have a peppermint? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't. That song is so funny to me, and it really should. <laughs> he's, but his like, okay, so he's got a lot of like those little one minute or less like gag songs that have questions yeah. on Facebook. But he's got like whole songs as well that are so good. I love. He's one of my favorite musical artists at the moment. I'm completely obsessed with him, and yeah. he is a Pittsburgh Pittsburgh native. Um, and I would like love to pick his brain because his lyrics make no sense on the surface but he absolutely insists in every interview that everything means something it all makes sense to him and I would love to like find out (laughs) that would be really fun and just like to spend a day with like somebody you're really interested in like a theme park's such a good place to spend time with somebody oh whether whether it's it's a celebrity place it really is whether it's a celebrity or a friend or a first day like it's such a good idea because like there's stuff you can do. There's always something to talk about. There's always something interesting. That's why I thought this topic would be really fun. Because, like, we've all gone to theme parks with, like, friends and family. But, like, to go with somebody that is, you know, somebody that you're really interested in or you look up to. Or even if you just thought it would be funny to go to a theme park with. I think it'd be just a really interesting concept to spend a day at a theme park with a celebrity. And get to know them as, like, a person. And not That's as who we think they are. That's how it felt when I went to Universal for a whole day with Dr. Jimmy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, you told uh, me that story and it was so cool. I would like cool. to meet Dr. Jimmy. He seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I, he probably doesn't listen to this because he's much more into just like Horror Nights stuff than theme parks in general. But, um, you know, we've sort of known each other through the internet for quite a few years. But then just about a year and a half ago, no, about a year ago, yeah. uh, 
we met up for a whole day at Universal and we got lunch and we just like walked around and did a bunch of shit and it was the most incredibly insightful experience on old horror night stuff just hearing from the source we did Poseidon and he hadn't done Poseidon since there had been a haunt inside of it oh my gosh and uh, it was amazing like hearing him talk about what Horror Nights was like at Islands while we walked around Islands. Because I, I can read as much stuff as I want, I can see what little pictures are out there, but none of it is gonna be as fascinating <clears throat> as hearing it from someone who was there and who has a very, very strong memory of it. You know, it's that kind of runs of like, it's like when you talk to a family member or a friend or <clears throat> anybody that you know about like, especially like back in the day before social media when we were all kids, where it was like, they tell you about Disney World, or they would tell you about uh, yep. the you know the newest roller coaster at your local park. Yeah. And you're like, wow, it really does that, and like you go on it, and not like half of the accounts even either are super hyped up or just or they are super factual. But like, yeah, to hear it from somebody you know is so different, and I feel like we don't. I feel like we can't have that feeling anymore for most things. Um. Yeah, it's kind of. I just think it's interesting because, like, we I have social media. I can only get media. that for like haunts and theater stuff when my friends tell me about it. It's stuff I haven't done before. Right, because like, I mean, like, you can hear if it's something from the past and you're talking about it. I think that's really, really interesting. I think that's that's why I really like doing the theme park throwback episodes, is because you're really getting people who love these attractions and just get to talk about why they loved them and why it was so cool. And, you know, for a lot of people, these are attractions people don't get to visit. But I think it'd be really cool just to, like, do that in general with anybody. Well, like, like Mel's, you did your whole spiel about Blackout in New York. Like, that was, I was invested in that for a long time. Yeah. Like, that was fabulous. Like, just hearing your count of it was just great. It's yeah, something that, exactly that it's something I would here. never do myself. It's just because I'm not into that. But listening to you tell your experience with it was fabulous. I absolutely oh, it was that. fascinating. Like I was glued to my phone on TikTok when you sent me your actual write up. I was like, it's it's just so it's so interesting to hear stories from yep. people's mouths, um, especially yep. people you know. It's just always so cool. Yeah, and about stuff because that's. And it's so weird because, you know, everything is so cyclical. I first heard about Blackout through Ricky Briganti, who used to run Inside the Magic. Um, yep. He did a couple of different podcast episodes uh, in the, you know, around like 2013, 14, 15-ish time. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Where he talked about Blackout and some other extreme haunts. And it's so, it's so crazy to me because I listened to those podcasts as a younger person and I was like, wow. I would never fucking do that. That sounds horrible. I can't think of any worse thing to spend my time and money on, but I still was utterly glued to my phone listening to him talk about it. And then cycle just like about five years later and suddenly I am now doing it and I am utterly addicted and I am sharing my experience the same way that he did with the hopes that it will reach people the exact same way that he reached me. Because stuff like that really seems to only build a following and an appreciation through word of mouth. No it's, advertising can do it justice. Yeah, no, exactly. that's definitely a, it's, you gotta have, it's part of the human experience or whatever. You, you have to actually hear it from somebody personally. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Honestly, this got really deep and I'm actually kind of loving it because uh, maybe we should do more deep conversations on dyslexic. Like I know it's a podcast all about fun and theme parks, but like 
there can be some deep fun still conversations too. Oh, I think so. And I think the most interesting thing about theme parks and haunts and everything like that is that it can spawn much deeper conversations about people and communication sure. and relationships and entertainment because it's all affected. It's it's all a very well, hyper emotional experience that can trigger a lot of different types of topics. Exactly. I mean, sorry to parks, cut you off. No, I didn't mean to I'm just trying to say that theme parks themselves and, and just in nature are just directly connected with us as human beings because we we go to theme parks to do things that we enjoy so mm-hmm. you know it's it's directly connected to us in that way exactly you go to theme parks to experience stuff you can't experience anywhere else yep. and i think that's what's really interesting about the whole concept of being a theme park fan and just in general like whether we're talking about going whether we're talking about on this podcast which is all about theme parks or we're talking about going with a celebrity or we're given old stories by word of mouth or stuff from um you know, we're sharing it on podcasts, we're on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you are, the theme park fan, YouTube, anything. Yep. Um, it's so, it's so interesting. Um, I really, it's always interesting to meet somebody who's not a theme park fan for me to, and explain why I'm so into it. And then they really start getting intrigued too. And it's not like I'm trying to <coughs> convince them there's a reason they should be into it. It's more of just like, they're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And I'm like, yeah, well that's what's so cool I mean you're not thinking about all the science and technology and engineering and art and everything that goes to combine into one to make a theme park yep which I just think is insane yeah no I'm I'm the same way it's moving moving up north you know growing up in in central Florida like everybody is at least theme park aware to some degree you know it's just how it is You, you live there and moving up here, it's been really interesting because I suddenly have to, I don't want to say justify because people don't like judge me for it, but I suddenly have to explain my hobby in a way that I yes. never had to before because everybody shared my hobby in the last place that I live. So, um, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you how many Uber drivers I've explained to like mm-hmm. what I do as far as like hobby and stuff. It's, it's, it's like a cold conversation. You can have a whole Uber ride and talk about just your hobby alone. Yeah, oh, and that's dude, like when I when I was Ubering to work when I was working at HHN, every single Uber ride was just me explaining what it's like to work in a haunted house. Like that's yeah. it, because those things are just instant topic starters for people. They're great for icebreakers. Sure. They're great conversation pieces. It's amazing. Like I had a friend, one of my coworkers, over recently, and we talked about theme parks almost the entire night. And he's been to Disney like two or three times max. Yeah. Um, but it's just he just had questions and I was someone who was able to answer them. And that's what's always really fun because that's basically been my entire life living, yeah. you know, here in Kentucky in the South, Midwest, whatever you want to consider us, the Commonwealth. Um, just, I've always had to explain, you know, why are you so into Holiday World, which is my local park that I grew up to, or, you know, why are you so into Disney? And I'm like, here's the reasons. And I'm still doing that today with coworkers and stuff. And it's, it's usually never like invasive or rude or anything. No, it's more of it's just, just like, it's just different. They just have questions. Cause being a theme park fan for the longest time, I feel like it's a little more trendy now. Um, yes. but you know, for the longest time it was very, you know, Oh, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody whose hobby is to, you know, go ride roller coasters or go experience different theme parks. Mm-hmm. And like, see even, all that they have to offer. And this and all the conversation same. to say, that we want to resurrect Abraham Lincoln from the dead and make him look at his robot version of himself. Hell yeah. Yes. 
Lord. Or that Nina West should just contact me and we'll go to Disney together. Yes. Um, love you. Uh, <laughs> y'all best believe I'm going to tag her in this. Um, best believe. Please do. I'll do it once because then I'm scared to do it anymore. <laughs> I'll do it for you. I've, I mean, she knows I exist. We're good. We've talked briefly on the internet, so we're fine. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want her to make her think I'm like some Eminem soccer fan because I'm not. I just appreciate what you do as a person and uh, uh, love you. Same with uh, Steve Irwin. I can't talk to you but I uh, love you too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's also, he's dead so that's problematic as far as discussion. True, but still. Um, I don't know how to get a hold of him. We're gonna have to ring him on the Ouija board. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, even though that derailed um, because we just went on a fun little rant there but that's what this podcast is all about welcome to season two everybody it's dyslexic hey it didn't it didn't derail it just went to other tracks it yeah. did you it know did. we came here to talk about celebrities and theme parks and then we started talking about blackout that's what everyone wants to hear right yes <laughs> we should do an episode on blackout though maybe a retrospective a year after it closes i would love to do that Oh my gosh! Yes, I would love to have I would love to have you on and just talk about it all. Yes, perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll um, discuss that when this is when when we're done with this one. Yes, um, but you know, welcome to season two, everybody. This is dyslexic. It's called that for a reason. It's because we go all different directions <laughs> and all kind of topics the theme parks happen, even if we do have some to talk about directly. And we can't read. Yay. Yes, we can't read. Uh, specifically me because I actually do have dyslexia. If anybody's gonna come at me and say it's problematic, shut up not i actually have it so i'm making the best out of it and i thought it was funny so you can get over yourself but i'm acting like somebody's gonna come after me nobody's gonna come the after sass. me <laughs> nobody's gonna come after me i'm not no. I'm, I'm nobody um <laughs> but with that being said those are ideas for what we would do if we were able to spend a day in a theme park uh, with any celebrity but before we go i need to give Give. Um, I need to give my two lovely yeah. guests. <laughs> I need to give yeah. my two lovely guests um, <laughs> a chance to plug any of their social media or products they would like to. So, Mel, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Please follow my TikTok at Mel's Dian with two L's and the L L S Dian. Um, I really don't need you to follow me. I'm already uh constantly stressed that so many people look at me all the time through that app but whatever follow me anyways just continue upping my existential confusion about popularity um (laughs) same for twitter same same username uh i also don't know why so many people are reading what i say i routinely embarrass myself and overshare so come check it out it's great you definitely need to follow her on anything that she promotes because She's such a genuine person, and I know it sounds all like lovey dovey blah, blah blah, but it's true, and it's very hard to find that in a lot of. Um, she, she does some of the best. Internet. She does some of the best makeup videos I've ever seen. No, she I'm not even. Does I, I, no cap. I'm not even playing. Like you do fantastic makeup. Thank you. No I cap. Not a hat it. on in sight. I have no hats. No hats I'm are fully gone. Bold right now. Wig snatched. Lid, I, lids uh, is closed. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do uh, I do really enjoy doing makeup right now. I don't know if you do end up following me on Twitter or TikTok. I'm in the process of building a fursuit. Yes, hi. I'm becoming a furry. Oh, no. uh, 
so if you want to if you want to see what that kind of process is like you know that's what's happening <coughs> right now embarrassing absolutely something i'm still doing anyways yes of course yeah so, you gotta follow through yeah I was challenged by one of my relatives to see if I was capable of building a fursuit, and I don't take challenges lightly. You know, that's something that's very relatable, because you and me have that same aspect of, oh, you want to challenge me? Oh, okay. Oh, oh you, okay. you think yeah. I'm crafty enough to make a whole mascot character? Okay, bet. Yeah. Bet. Don't do this to me, because I promise you I'll go above and beyond, and I'll hyper-focus on it. Because now I gotta spend, it. like, $150 on foam so that I can carve this stupid pug out of it. And then, and then you cry, and then you're crying at them, and you're like, I hope you're happy! Oh my god, yeah, it's already, I've already cried over this pursuit, guys. It's really hard, but anyways, that's another story. <laughs> uh, relatable. So the moral of uh, these plugs are, don't challenge me about anything, because uh, no. we will take it way too seriously. Anything uh, you can do, I can do just as mediocre. <laughs> uh, amazing. And Corey, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, sure. Um, you can do, you can follow me on YouTube at Corey Mathery. You can follow me on Twitter at the same. Twitter's just my personal rambling crap. I always talk about and random really stuff. And really nice pictures of theme parks. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I do post my pictures on there as well. But, uh, I my say main... you have the best pictures of theme parks. I'm just saying. Well, any You can come at me, Disney and theme park photographers, but... Corey's got it. Corey's got it. <laughs> well, Corey also posts a lot of unique stuff. You I post variety. Yeah, that's my I biggest thing. I see a million pictures of Magic Kingdom and of the castle every day, but like you always be posting parks that I haven't even fucking heard of. Exactly. Yeah, that's, what, uh, that's my thing. I like to do is like, that's why I love like what my dad and I do. We travel around and we go to these little bitty parks and like yeah. just people just are like floored. I love talking to people that are, are like locals to wherever that park is mm-hmm. and I and I can actually relate to them just because I've been to that park and I can actually talk to them because of that you know I've been there so I, I just enjoy yeah. that but that's talking about my photos I do daily theme park photos on Instagram you can just search daily theme park photos and I do that I post a photo every single day I haven't missed a day in like three years so I'm, I'm very religious on that and then uh, I do have a TikTok uh, Corey says yo if you want to follow me on there all I do is just crap so great theme park shit posting shit yes posting shit posting the that's the word there you it's go it's wholesome well it's, it's it's wholesome and it's good like it's wholesome mm, in the sense that like you're you're like a chill person and you're not there to attack people you're just, nah, you're, I'm just you just are posting dumb things i'm just having fun happy. i'm just having Court, fun. you can make that sound but there's an art to i'm, I'm gonna say y'all i'm gonna cuss for the first time on the show there's an art to shit posting oh. and um <laughs> Some people don't do it well, and you do it very well. Well, I just I just have fun on TikTok. That's my key. That's what I that's what I try to do. So, season two, TikTok... wilding, y'all. Oh my! Getting crazy tonight. Rock. Oh, okay. But uh, no, that's that's it. And as YouTube, Corey Mattery. Oh yeah, yeah. Make sure you check I'm gonna that shout out. that out because I I <laughs> swear to you I am the number one fan of that channel. <laughs> yeah. I was I was I was obsessed with it before. Uh, it's a little slow right now, though. It's a little slow right now. Everybody's allowed to have a slow time and a break because the amount of stuff you post and the quality of stuff you post—that's what really gets it. It's the quality of stuff that you post. It's amazing. Like these vlogs, your vlogs are very unique. They're very different. And if you're a theme park fan and you're looking for something different, <laughs> where you're not seeing the same 60, 70, 80 blog bloggers go to Disney and show you the same stuff, the same two sets of ears that came out. <laughs> Let's go to Food and Wine Festival again. 
with I, everybody else. I appreciate that, by the way. I do appreciate that. I, I do try on my YouTube channel. I try to. I, I'm always trying to post the most unique stuff. Like my the bane of my existence is freaking top ten lists. Yes. I cannot. I, that drives me nuts. Exactly. I'm not a, I'm not a top I do ten not list watch person. Any top ten theme park videos? And I it, shun a hundred percent of them. And don't get me wrong. Like there's there's a place for that, but like. There's a time to place. Like top ten Disney audio animatronic titties. If that was the title, I would click that video in a heartbeat. But as soon as you said that, I heard the one guy who's like, top ten Disney animatronics. Oh <laughs> I would be the one who made that video. Well, we so. all know who we all know who would win. I mean, obviously, for the Newt Gibson guy, the picture would be best. So. Oh, we know, we know. Oh, you know. The OG. I'm sorry. Wait, she's the one with the knockers. I don't yeah. know nothing about this new hoe. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I'm not down for it. I miss the sexism, guys. I really do. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Maybe it's because I'm a kinky bitch, okay? And I just want to be in their situation for personal reasons. Hey, but, Red, like, I miss it. Red, Red's a bad lady, though. Like, come on now. She's a pretty bad bitch. Like, I say this. Care. Either form, she was the bad bitch. And that's Slay. It. Slay. She did. I'm, I'm like the least. The, I'm. This is where I'm gonna be the most problematic I'll ever be. Is my <laughs> opinions on all of this topic? Because I yeah. wish it had just stayed exactly the same. I don't hey, like the character. I, I wouldn't have a problem. Sexism. I liked selling the women. Sell the women. They're pirates. <laughs> just sell the fucking women. They're horrible. Let them do horrible things. I don't have a problem with it either way. So I, not problematic for me. So I like both ways. I'm. A, I'm a fan of both. Well, you're a bi pirate. Yes. Bi pirate sin. Oh my god. Bi partisan. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This but is yes. the point where we need to end. It's gotta yep. stop soon. This, is, this has uh, to end at some point because we're, we, yeah. we will keep going. <laughs> um, totally <laughs> follow Corey. <laughs> totally follow Corey on YouTube. He's a very unique vlogger, and I really think he deserves uh, more admiration and all more the hype. That he could, more hype than he gets. Um, I think he deserves well, a lot you. more than he gets because, again, very unique. So if you're a theme park fan, I urge you to follow his account. And for me, it. you guys can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96, and you can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. Um, Scott has one of the most wholesome theme park TikTok accounts that's ever existed. It's adorable and fun, and I really enjoy it. Go check it out. I was gonna say, Scott, you you always stay on brand with your yeah. TikTok. Like you are very on brand, and it, I respect that for sure. Everything you. you do is like so you. Nobody yes. else will be posting it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I try to put a twist on most of the stuff I do. Um, I appreciate it. I just do it for fun. Every once in a while, there's a video where people are gonna be like, "What is that?" Like. The one with the emo songs. I got a couple people who were like, wait, you two? And I was like, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you, you surprised me with that. I was like, man, my, my man Scott is bopping right now. Like, a lot of I people don't expect that from me, but I was I was, I, I was a rail banger at Warped Tour for a while. A rail breaker at Warped Tour for a pretty long Did you say, did you say rail banger? Did you say what you said first? I bang the rails, <laughs> break the rails. Ooh. I'm Ooh. sorry. This is going all kinds of places. But no, I was I, when I seen that video. When I seen that video, Scott, I was I, it made me happy, dude. I was like, yes. Yeah, no, that 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 one kind of threw a lot of people off guard. But I I really liked making it. Um, 
<laughs> but th- that's where you can find me. And um, like I said, those are ideas for what we would do if we were able to spend a day in a theme park with any celebrity. Who would you like to spend your day with and where? Let me know by sending me a voicemail here on Anchor or DMing me or tweeting me on my socials. Thank you all so much for listening and I cannot wait to share more of season two of Dyslexic with all of you. If you like this episode, you can listen to all of season one and season one of the theme park design competition that I hosted, Ultimate Imagineer, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast platforms. If you really, really like this show, then give us five stars and a review on your favorite podcast platform. I don't care if it's iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, whatever you want to do it on. I appreciate any of that. Um, just from, you know, my little humble old theme park podcast. Um, and with all that being said, I hope you all have an amazing week, everyone. And I'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.